I'm alive today. So I about live my past. Decisions I make. Impact. Every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my actions. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need to stop lying to myself because the only one I'm fooling is myself. I'm not a fake. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. No matter how I feel, no matter what I see, no matter what it looks like, I'm not a failure. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for another day. Thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here for they represent their family. So God, I pray that you continue to forgive us for anything we may have done or said that will reach our relationship with you and each other. God, I pray for their families, God, that you watch over their families while they're away from you. Continue to strengthen their families, God. God, if there's any that's sick among us, God, I pray that you heal and salve and touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, God. God, I pray that you continue to give them the faith that they need to move forward, God. God, I pray that you give them the determination to remove all types of doubt. God, I pray that you just give them what they need to become the men that you call for them to be in this hour, at this time, God. We thank you for it. God, we pray for those that's out there on the street, God, with the weather being cold here, in Atlanta and all across America, God, I pray that they find shelter, God. We thank you for what you're doing today. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We're not even worthy of it, but we say thank you. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, man, let's talk about small stuff. Small stuff. Small stuff. You know, there is a, um, a book that I saw one time said, don't sweat the small stuff. And small things sometimes get overlooked. Most of the time, get overlooked. Because it's small. Why do you think we overlook small things? Somebody talk to me. Why, why do you think we overlook small stuff? We don't feel like it's important? That's not time. We don't think it's important. Why? What, what's another reason why? Not conscious of it. Not conscious of it. Too busy focused on the big thing. Too busy focusing on the big thing. What else? Pride. Pride. What else? Put it to the side. Put it to the side. What else? Repeat this after me. I, I need me to stop, stop putting, putting the small stuff. Small stuff. To the, side. to the side. I need, I need to, stop to stop putting, putting the, small stuff the small stuff to the side. To the side. But, I need to learn but I need to learn to pay, to pay more, attention more attention to the small stuff. The small stuff. Let me tell you why. We always get jammed up 
over the small stuff. And a good piece, we put it to the side. We look at the bigger piece. Think about it. We don't look at the small stuff. What I found as a therapist, I'm always looking at the small stuff. Because the small stuff leads me to the bigger stuff. When it even come down to money, a million dollars starts with a penny. <laughs> a penny. We throw away pennies. Pennies now seem to be so insignificant. <laughs> See that? Don't feel like it, it even matters. But everything starts with one. You can't get a million dollars unless you start with a penny. Am I right or wrong? But we'll be more focused on the million dollars and we'll overlook the penny. And the penny is a significant piece to get to a million. Small, but it's so important. There's times, man, I see a penny, I pick a penny up. That's still money. But we throw pennies away. That's how we do small stuff. We throw it away. We overlook it. We overlook. I guarantee you, if you spent any time in jail, on drugs, or whatever, tell me, was it small? Did it start, did it start with, with a drink? Did it start with one drink or did it start with a whole case of beer? Where did it start at? With what? One, one. one drink. Did that hit of cocaine start with a whole night of snoring, of smoking, and crack? Or did it start with just one, what? One hit. One hit. One hit. Think about that. One hit sent you on a way of destruction. But like one hit can send you on the way to your destiny. One good hit. I ain't talking about, you know, on the negative side. <laughs> Let me stop, because some of y'all flashing back now. I said hit. Y'all joking starting to blink your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming out. It's not shaking. I see some of y'all shaking. Y'all thought about that drink. I said, what is it? Let me use another word. No, but seriously, think about that. The same one that messes you up could be the same one that moves you forward. It's all about perspective and how you look at life. Small stuff get overlooked a lot, man. A lot. A lot. They get overlooked. Think about it. What small things you've been overlooking that have jacked you up at times in your life? What have you overlooked that was small? What have you overlooked? Uh, paying bills. Paying bills. Because some people, the bills come in the mailbox, they put them back in the mailbox. That means <laughs> bills still do. <laughs> <laughs> you think if you put them in the bell box, they ain't gonna still be doing <laughs> What else? What, what little small stuff you didn't overlook? Respect for a person. Respect for what? A person. A person. The respect, something small. Job. A job. What else? What small stuff you've overlooked? When I was in school, homework. Homework. I ain't doing no homework. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else? Credit. Say it again? Credit. Credit. What else? Listen. Listen. Keeping track of stuff. Keeping track of stuff. 
Keeping track. Keeping track of things. Small stuff. Reason why I gave you pen and paper, because I want you to write down, because that's how you can track stuff. See that? You get old, man, you ain't gonna remember everything. I don't care how good your head is, how good your brain is, you're gonna forget some stuff. You need to write some stuff down. Because when you write it down, you can always go back to it. You can have a thought today and it's gone. You can't go back to it. <laughs> but if you write it down, it's right there. Remember I told you writing is a form of accountability. Follow through is responsibility. So in order for you to stop overlooking small stuff, you got to be accountable and responsible. Small stuff. Why else do we, why, what are some other reasons why we overlook small stuff? Somebody else tell me. What, what's another reason why we overlook like we'll use it as an excuse and we'll be like, you know, what's the big deal? You what's know? the big deal? And usually they'll answer it with, uh, it's the principle behind it. It's the principle behind it. Feel that's less important. Feel like it's less important. How many of us don't walk past pennies before? <laughs> All of us just walk past the penny just like, man, ain't nothing. I don't want that penny. And we don't realize that same penny had made dollars come to be. Millions of dollars come. Just started with a penny. A penny. One penny. One cent. One cent can turn to millions of dollars. Think about that. One cent. Let me say that again. One cent can turn to millions of dollars. One cent. So if one cent can turn to millions of dollars, one move can turn to a whole movement. Woo! One move. Say one move. I'm coming. One move. One move. Yeah, one move. small stuff because we don't think it's worth our time. We just celebrated Martin Luther King's birthday. One move started a whole movement. <laughs> a movement was started. You take the whole thing with Black Lives Matter. A movement will start. You can even take the negative. If you look at skinheads, KKK, whatever, it started with one move. Negative or positive. Everything starts with one. Say one. One. One, one. one. is very Crack 
just right off the bat, some of y'all did. Some of y'all started with just a drink. Am I right or wrong? You started drinking first. Drinking was the smaller thing. I'm just going to drink a little bit. Just going to drink a little bit. But this drinking don't seem to be doing nothing no more. They don't do what I wanted to do. <laughs> with me, it started with cigarettes. Started with a cigarette. I'm gonna just smoke a cigarette because you know I'm kind of nervous. But this cigarette don't, that nicotine ain't, ain't getting me where I need to go. So I need to take from this nicotine, I need to do what next? What came after the nicotine? Uh, alcohol. Alcohol. Ooh, I gotta get me a drink now. Some of y'all don't relapse on me. Don't relapse on me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, just stay with me for a while. Don't relapse on me. So you said I got to get a drink. Then you went from the drink to what? To weed. Oh, that alcohol ain't no good. I got to mix it up a little bit. Stay with me. Don't flip now. I had to give me some weed. So after the weed came what? Powder. I'm just, see, because I ain't going to do that nasty stuff. I got to be a little bougie. I got to get me some, some powder. See that? Look at even the way he said it. Some powder. Weed <laughs> <laughs> and coke. Cane. Some powder cocaine. Then I moved from the powder cocaine to the what? Crack. To the crack. Look at that. Even crack even sound bad. <laughs> Look at the difference. Cocaine. Powder. Crack. See that? But it started with cigarettes. See that? They used to say that marijuana was the gateway to other drugs. Uh, uh, alcohol was the gateway to other drugs. And, but notice this. It started with something real small. Any drug is a gateway. Now listen to that now. A cigarette now led you to doing crack. What? How did you get from just smoking nicotine to now smoking crack? Because guess what happened? You never dealt with them small emotions. Never dealt with them. You kept medicating those emotions and dealing with those emotions. Yeah. You've been suppressing them. I'm going to fix, I'm going to get me a, see, a small thing to this here. Knowing what our emotions, we use a A quick fix. Yeah, we looking for a quick fix. Think about it. Development don't happen in a short period of time. Development happens in a long period of time. We looking for a quick fix, or we always looking for the the shortcut. See, that's why we where we are because we've been looking for the quick fixes and the shortcuts. Yeah. You know, you got guys in the league, and whether it's basketball, football, whatever, steroids is a quick fix to try to get bigger than you need to get. You know, you got to compete. So you try a quick fix and you end up having a heart attack because you're trying a quick fix. Yeah. See, you never dealt with those emotions. Come, the world said, nah, you don't supposed to cry. Nah, you don't supposed to hurt. Nah, you don't supposed to go through nothing. No, you gotta fix it quick, man. You gotta fix it quick. So don't don't go talk to somebody about it. Go use something to deal with. Quick fix. 
I'm nervous. I can't just walk it out. I got to get something to stop me. I got to get something quick. I need a quick fix. Say quick fix. Leave just as quick. A quick fix will leave just as quick. And you keep on looking for that quick fix. And you never get fixed. Let me say that again. It went kind of quick. The quick fix will never fix anything quick. It's just temporary. That's why you keep going back. Hey, you remember that uh, Chris Benoit, uh, he was taking out them steroids and ended up killing his family. He was a little bitty dude. See that? Ooh, Chris Benoit? Yeah. yeah. Quick fix, like man. Quick fix. That's what I'm trying to tell you. See, quick fixes will always come out small. The negative one. And just as well as the negative, the same thing with the positive. All it takes is something small and quick. Not quick, but small. You get stuff done. But we look at it the wrong way. We overlook it for the positive, but for the negative, we run to it. We run to it. Quick. We want it quick. Come on, man. The reason why you got a criminal record because you wanted it quick. You went you didn't want to wait. Think about it. I made some bad choices because I wanted it quick. Yeah, didn't want to wait. Because society said you got to get it now. So you take the shortcuts. Take the, take the shortcuts. Don't, don't, don't wait it out. Just go get it now. Get it now. Get it now. It, 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 it's ready for you right now. Go get it now. Go get that hit now. Go get that drink now. Because you, you, can't, you can't deal with that pain. That pain too intense. So I got to get something to fix it. I lost my mama, so I got to go get something to fix it. I lost my brother. I lost my cousin. I lost this job. I lost this woman. I lost a lot of stuff, so I got to get that quick fix. I can't deal with that pain. Instead of you recognizing the pain is going to give you the power that you need to grow, you keep avoiding it. Listen to what I just said. That pain, let me tell you something. Pain will push you toward the purpose. If you let the pain work. <laughs> if you let the pain work. When you grieve in a situation, it don't take you out. Grieving a situation gets you a chance to understand the situation, look at the situation, and grow from it. But if you keep easing the pain, you won't grow. Think about it. The pain is part of you growing. If somebody drop a seed in the ground, a tomato ain't coming up tomorrow. <laughs> it's not. It's going to take some time. But guess what? That seed got to go through a process. Say process. process. The seed got to go through a process of growth. If you put too much water on that seed, you're going to kill it. If that seed don't get sunlight, you're going to kill it. Well, what about your life? If you don't go through some stuff, you won't get to some stuff. All right. hmm. So you got to go through to get to. 
If you ain't willing to go through, you won't get to it. And when you're going through, it's going to be some small stuff you got to go through to get to it. That's why a lot of us never get to where we're going to go because we get distracted. Because we don't want to go through nothing. That's why a drug man going to keep getting money because some of y'all can't deal with it. Yeah. That's why the liquor store ain't going to never close because you're going to go get some drinks to deal with it. That's why the meth man going to keep coming up with laughs. Yeah, because you don't want to deal with the small stuff to hurt. It ain't going to last forever. Yeah, it's getting you developed. The pain going to push you toward the purpose if you learn how to deal with the pain. That's the problem. We don't want to be hurt. We don't want to deal with her. Tell me my right or wrong. We don't want to be hurt. We don't want nobody to know we hurt. Yeah, we'll hide our pain, but we'll show, show some anger. <laughs> yeah, we'll show anger, but we won't show no pain. We won't, but really, anger behind the face of anger is pain. Yeah. Yeah, see, because anger keep people off of you. Remember I told you that? Anger keep people off of you because they get scared of you when you start acting out. Oh man, he's crazy. <laughs> that joker gets mad. That's to keep you out. But all the while, that person who's mad is hurt. So the anger keeps you off of me. Okay? But the pain brings you to me. The, the pain brings you closer. Think about it. When you see somebody in pain, you're doing this, man, you alright? Think about it. If one of your brothers said, right now, man, I'm hurt. The whole room said, man, you all right? Somebody going to say, you all right. How can I help you? You don't want the help because, again, I don't want you to see my weakness. And really, when you're showing you weak, you're really saying, I need to be strengthened. Who don't need to be strengthened? Who don't need somebody supporting them? But we keep overlooking the small stuff. That's what gets you there, and it keep building. Because big stuff really started out with being small stuff. <laughs> you got to be a little star first before you become a big star. Everybody talking about Denzel. Denzel wasn't always top on top of this game. Came over a period of time. Developed. See that? Some disappointments. He didn't get every, rule, every movie he tried out for. Some of them he didn't get. Some of them he wouldn't even want to start in. Damn. Small stuff. Man, I see that every day, man. I, I look at small stuff. When I look at my life being jacked up, I know it's some small stuff I overlooked. Now it became big stuff. Yeah, because I overlooked it. But just like saving money, you start off small. Couple dollars here, couple dollars there. Couple dollars here, couple dollars there. After a while, you start seeing it grow. Same thing about your attitude. Change a little bit here, change a little bit there. Small, ain't nothing big you gotta do. Like I said, a driver's license, driver's license is almost like gold mine for some of y'all. And for most of us, that's just ID. But that's a, that's a ticket to other opportunities, just that driver's license. See that? That high school diploma, it's just a ticket to other opportunities. That skill, just a ticket to other opportunities. See that? That's all it is. Ain't that deep? Say it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. And even when 
Small stuff. Stop, stop getting caught up in your emotions and learn how to manage your emotions. Stop letting your emotions manage you and you start managing them. That's going to keep you out of a lot of trouble. Managing your emotions. Your emotions are going to say, go do this. And you have to say, no, I ain't doing this. And sometimes your, your emotions are going to say, you need to go do this. And you got to say, okay, let me look at this. You got you to gotta look at stuff, man, different. You can't keep operating the way you have in the past. You can't. You got to look at operating differently. You got to start looking at the small stuff. How is this going to jack me up? You got to put it all the way out. Don't play half for the movie. Take the movie all the way to the plot, <laughs> the beginning, the middle, and the end. Play the movie all the way out. Play the movie with you going to jail. Not the credits. Yeah, play the movie. Yeah, the credits, baby. Play the movie with you now in a treatment program. Don't play the movie with you just getting hot. No, because that's where you stop the movie at. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? Y'all like that said, cut the movie over with. You ain't played the rest of it. You ain't played the rest of it. I done went and got the crack, I done got high, and I'm losing everything. See, see everything losing in a vein. That you losing everything, your family. You took play the movie all. I guarantee you, if you played the movie all the way out, you wouldn't have signed up for that movie. You would say, I don't want to be acting in this script. You would have threw the script out. Tell me, am I right or wrong? If you was in that movie, would you play that movie again? You would throw the script away, right? Yeah, some of us, but we don't play the movie all the way out. We'll make a decision. We don't look at the beginning, the middle, and the end of that decision. We look at the beginning. Oh, it looks good. Then we go to the other part of the movie. It feels good. We don't think about that end. Well, I'm sitting in jail. <laughs> well, I done lost everything I done worked for. See, we don't play the movie all the way out. Man, let me tell you something. I'm playing the movie all the way out on the decisions I make. I'm telling you. And sometimes I don't want to play it all the way out. Sometimes I want to cut it off. So let me just go buy this. Yeah, let me go do this. And I have to say, mm-mm, now let me, let, me, let me play this all the way out to the end. Let me see what the end going to look like. When I see what the end going to look like, this ain't a good decision for me to make. I think I'm going to turn this movie off. Yeah, I'm sick. I have to do that, man. Same thing you do. I have to say, oh, no, you know, it look good. Even sound good. Might even feel good, but then I have to say, now let me turn this tape off. Because <laughs> I see the whole piece of it. That's what you got to do with your decision making. You can't just make a decision. Yeah, I'm going to go with it. You got to stop and say, wait a minute, okay? Making this decision. Let me see. How is this going to play out? Tell you, how is this, this going to play out? How is this? How is this really going to play out? Not what I imagined it to be, but what it really is. Yeah. See, because you can throw your imagination in there and try to change the movie. You know, because your imagination say, your imagination will have the movie saying, I'm getting away. Your imagination will have you to go ahead on and make that bad decision. 
know it, man. I talk to people on a day-to-day -day basis, don't look at the decision all the way through. They just get the first half of the movie. Just like watching the game. The first half, people look like they lose. <laughs> Feel like the game over, the guy say, hmm, we got another half to go. <laughs> One football player I know do it all the time. That's that Tom Brady. We got, we got another half to go. It ain't over with yet. Still got another half. The first half is over, but we got another half to go. Could it be you had a certain spot in your life? You had had time in your life. You didn't have time. You didn't have time. You done made some bad decisions in the first half. What you gonna do going to the rest of your life? Use all my time out till the end of the game. Yeah. See, and that's how you gotta think. My first half wasn't good. Say it. My first half. My first half wasn't good. good. But I still have another half. I still have another half. I can make some change. So I can win. In the second half of my life, of my life. Man, that's what I should have called it. The second half of my life. Yeah, because y'all keep worrying about the first half. First half gone. What about the second half? See that? What about the second half? What about what you're doing now? See, that's what you got to get. You got to say, hmm. I made bad decisions there, but I'm making some good decisions now. I'm gonna start looking at this small stuff, man. This small stuff I was overlooking. Shoot, I, I wasn't paying attention, man. I'm gonna pay a little bit more attention now. I, I ain't gonna make them same moves I used to make. I'm gonna do some different stuff and start making small little changes. It ain't gotta be nothing big, just small. Just small. See, I'm telling you, small change. Small change. Read a little bit today. Read a little bit tomorrow. Think a little bit different today. Think a little bit different tomorrow. And after a while, your whole thinking starts changing. Your whole life starts changing. Start with small thoughts, man. Small thoughts. I got to stop hanging around with such and such and such person. You need to go through your phone, man, when you get a chance, and look at everybody in that phone and ask yourself the question, how do they take me to my destiny or to my defeat? Do they take me toward my destiny or do they keep me living in a defeatist life, defeatful lifestyle? Am I constantly going through negative change because of this person, of these people, these places? You gotta change some places you go to, man. You do. You gotta stop going to the strip club. Do that quiet pen, bro. And you got to stop going. You're spending your money on an illusion. That's an illusion, man. You got to stop going there. You got you to gotta give up some of them apps you got on your phone. You know what I'm talking about. We ain't got to go deep. You know? Spend a lot of time on it. I'm just saying. You spending all that time on that app versus the right app. Y'all know what I'm saying? Because you got to change the way you think, man. All that stuff have a lot to do with how you think. 
player. <laughs> you got to change the way you think, man. All that stuff has a lot to do with your thinking. What you listen to, what you look at, and who you listen to. They have a lot to do with the way you think. I'm telling you. It will shape your thinking, man. What you listen to, what you look at. And who you listen to. And who you look at. Yeah. It will shape your thinking. I'm telling you that. It will. And you got to change that small stuff, yes. Movies, radio. Movies, radio. Video, social media would change the way you think. Environment. The whole, all of that. Social media is the whole environment itself. You spend a lot of time on that, you'll be putting time on that. Where you put your time at is where your thoughts going to be. Let me say that. Where you put time at is where your thoughts going to be. Yeah. You got to shift that, man. Say shift. 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 Yeah, man. You got to shift. I have to do it, man. I have to do it. Seriously. I'm, man, come on. The, the, all of us, I told you, wrong will look good, and good will look wrong. Wrong has a way of looking good, and good has a way of looking wrong. <laughs> Let me say that again. <laughs> and y'all know what I'm talking about. Wrong looks good and good looks wrong. But let me give you the secret. Wrong is going to always be wrong and good is going to always be good. Don't be fooled. But it does. Because that's why we've done what we've done. Because wrong was looking good. Wrong look good. That's why you did. <laughs> All of us, you, me, every one of us, wrong look good. Wrong look fun. Wrong even feel fun. But in the end, it's wrong. Yeah. Good stuff look bad. Good stuff look bad. Come on, man. Lord say people choose pleasure over me. Yeah. Pleasure. So wrong looks good. Oh, if you, if you look at your life right now, you'll even tell yourself, you know, that wrong show look good. <laughs> it did. It still does. That's the pool. See? That's the pool. I gotta make it look good. But it's wrong. That Adam and Eve thing. It's all about looking good. <laughs> it looked good. You think that apple didn't look good? Or whatever that fruit was? <laughs> it looked good. But it was wrong. But uh, how many times we don't went after stuff that looked good? And we know it's wrong. But it looked good? I got an example. I was on the bus one day, and I see this guy. He looked back. He got a little something on the bus. I get out the bus, this is a wallet. This is money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I pick up the wallet, get out the bus, and I got to think about it, man, when I got in the building. 
Yeah. Uh, walk back out there and caught that same bus, come back and gave that bus back, gave the bus back, back, cause it didn't feel, it didn't feel right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, wallet had money in it, and he said, nope, look good, but I'm gonna take it back. How many of y'all would've kept going? No, 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 no. I looked in there, see what the money in there. You see? You see. I there wasn't no money in there. Oh, that's the money in there. Wasn't no money in there. Okay, now we're good. That's what I'm saying. I gave the wallet back. I got in, I got in. Damn, man. No, 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 no. I didn't hold my back. We had credit cards in there. Oh, yeah, credit cards. Yeah, I need everything in there. Okay. Now we're making the same model. We're going to come back. That's all right, man. You know, the Lord done bless you. Some of y'all say the Lord done bless you. Lord ain't bless you. Don't take that man back his wallet. But a lot of us won't do that. But if we lose something, we want somebody to do that for us. That's what I thought about. Think about that. See, we think about when somebody steals something from us, but we don't think about when we stole stuff from them. See, we think about when somebody hurt us, but we don't think about when we've hurt other people. We think about when someone takes advantage of us, but we don't think about when we took advantage of other people. See, when you start thinking that way, now you're ready to change. Because it ain't about you. That's the difference. If you can go through life taking advantage of people, taking from people, then guess what? You don't care about people. You very selfish. Yeah. And some people do that. Because they've been hurt, so I'm going to hurt somebody else. You don't know if that man wallet was the only thing he had left. That them credit cards in there was his only way of surviving. Yeah, but some people would have kept it. It's the Lord. Here, the Lord done bless me. Finest people. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We'll do that and try to rationalize bad behavior. Yeah, I, I did the same thing, man. I was um, at Garnet Station, and uh, I guess still need to drop the uh, debit card. I looked down, started the debit card, took it and gave you freaking water, man. Like you say. It ain't worth it, man. It ain't, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I'd rather, I'd rather give up more than to lose more just trying to gain in the wrong manner. Yes. Uh, this is a question. Is, uh, does addiction make you a selfish too? Yeah. What? Yeah, your addiction can make you selfish because all you're thinking about is your addiction. You're thinking about you. Yeah, your addiction can make you very selfish. I'm going to stay on my mama's TV and go pawn. I'm going to take something from somebody to get for myself. The addiction will have you doing things you don't even Yeah, but that's the small stuff. But it started small. You weren't born addicted. You weren't born with a cigarette in your mouth. <laughs> but if you see a baby come out here with a cigarette, smoke a cigarette, y'all let me know about it. <laughs> you weren't born smoking. You weren't born involved in criminal behavior. You wasn't. You got exposed to some things and you decided to move in that direction. We all get exposed to good, bad, and indifferent. 
and we decide through what we've been exposed to our decision making. Yeah. Yeah. If you're exposed to just the negative, you got a choice of whether you want to do the negative or whether you want to open yourself up to something new, the positive. So I ain't going to sit here and go with you. I grew up in a bad neighborhood. Everybody in the neighborhood didn't go to jail. In that neighborhood. Somebody in that neighborhood didn't go to jail. Somebody in that neighborhood graduated from high school. Somebody in that same neighborhood you came out of went to college. Somebody in that same neighborhood you came out of in business. Somebody in that same neighborhood raised a family. In that same bad, tore-up, downtrodden neighborhood you came out of, with the pimps and the pushers, whatever, somebody came out of there that did the right thing. So you cannot say everybody in the neighborhood was wrong. In your own family, somebody in your family did the right thing. Everybody didn't go to prison. If they did, they got out and turned their life around. So you can't use that excuse no more. That is my environment. That's what made me the criminal I am today. It's your decision to do what you did that made you who you are today. My mama used to drink. My daddy used to drink. My cousin used to drink. My grandmama used to run moonshine. So what? That don't mean you got to keep doing it. Yeah. Small stuff. Sometimes you got to get away. Sometimes you got to tell your family, hey, I got to holler at you later and get your life right. Sometimes you got to walk away from people who you hold in this high esteem that ain't doing high esteem things. I got to go, mama. I got to go, dad. I got a better life I'm going after. I don't want to go to jail. Pookie them not been in jail. I don't want to go to jail with Pookie them. <laughs> Ray them in jail. I ain't going to jail like Ray. Bubba them in jail. I ain't going to jail like Bubba. Yeah, Tanner. Yeah. You, got, you can't use that excuse no more, man. It's the small stuff. Because it's the small stuff that's got Bubba, Ray, Pookie, all of them caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched it. What you say? Pookie said, just keep calling me. Because Pookie listening. You can't go unless you listen to the call. Yep. You can, anybody can call you. It's up to you to pick up the call. Yeah, see, you're going to get calls, but it's up to you to pick up the phone. You got to answer the call. Because just like the call is calling you to do something negative, there's another call telling you to do something positive. Who are you going to answer to? Yeah. Because you got a call on both ends. You got a negative call and you got a positive call. Let me tell you something. Even when you was doing negative, positive was calling you all the time. The good was always calling you. Because there's good in you. Yeah, good was always calling you. You just kept answering the, the bad call. Yeah. Yeah, good was always calling. Good ain't never stopped calling. You just didn't answer. Small stuff, man. Small stuff. Small stuff. Small stuff. Small stuff. Once you look at the small stuff in your life and start paying more attention to it, start paying attention to that small <laughs> stuff, man. 
Stop overlooking it. I'm just going to bypass it. No. Next time you see a penny, pick it up. That one penny might be sitting on the course for a million dollars. Stop kicking the penny. Stop kicking the penny. You kicking money. Think about that. You kicking a penny. You kicking money. If the penny can talk, that penny said, man, they treat me so bad. <laughs> if a penny can talk, that penny be saying, man, they treat me so bad. They don't recognize that I'm digesting. I can get away where they want to go. They're just overlooking. A penny. They just overlook. The small issues that you need to deal with, they just overlooking. All you need to do is go to the doctor. He don't want to go to the doctor. So I guess six months from now, you're going to have a problem with the blood pressure. So all you had to do is lose some weight. Small stuff. All you need to do is just go back to school, get this little certificate. That's all you need to do. All you need to do is go get this medicine with his mental health. He'll be better. He'll be a little bit more organized, but no, he still won't be jumping around. He had ADHD when he was a kid. He's going to jump around more instead of him just sitting down somewhere. See that? Small stuff. We overlook that, man. I'm telling you. It's credit. All you got to do is start paying some of these bills. Stop putting them back in the uh, mailbox. <laughs> Just need to look at it. We can make some arrangements. I don't make Small stuff, man. Small stuff. I'm telling you, man. When you start looking at small stuff, your life will change, man. Instead of you overlooking it, stop and take a look at it. Like that penny. Stop kicking the penny. Pick that penny up. Because that penny starts other money. Small stuff. Small stuff. Repeat this after me. I need, I need to stop, to stop overlooking, overlooking small, stuff. small stuff. I need to pay, I need to pay more, attention more attention to the small stuff. Because the small stuff, stuff leads lead to bigger things in life. You can't keep overlooking it, man. The reason why we get jobs, people lose jobs for one of these two reasons. Competence or willingness. Competence is learning the information. Willingness is executing the information. Most of the time, it's those two things. I don't want to learn, and I won't follow through with learning. That's it. They tell you to come to work on time. That's simple. Go to work on time. I don't want to go to work on time. The biggest thing we fight with most of the time, then, is our will. And when we give up our will and recognize we don't control anything, we get better. Yeah. Smart guys don't become a smart guy unless he's willing to learn to become a smart guy. Remember I told you, you don't have to be the sharpest knife in the draw. You just need to be in the draw. Because everything in a draw has some purpose to it. Back to you. There's a purpose in you, man. Stop overlooking the small stuff. Start looking at it. Start looking at those small changes you need to make. To make you, they, they help you become a better man. They help you become more responsible man. Just the smallest stuff. It ain't nothing big. It ain't nothing big. Maybe you need to pray a little bit more. Maybe you need to stay off the TV. Maybe you need to read a little bit more. Maybe you need to listen to some different music. Maybe you need to get around a different group of people. Yeah, man. Small stuff. Small little change. That's what happened with me. That's what happened to anybody that's going to be successful. It's small the moves they make. 
The small moves. Ain't nothing big. Ain't nothing big. Just small stuff, man. Small stuff. Ain't nothing huge, man. Y'all think you gotta do a whole you ain't gotta do a whole lot to finish this program. Small. Show up every morning, save you some money, tell the women up, you put them on hold, they're gonna take your money if you ain't you got money. <laughs> you get a woman while you in keep getting some money. <laughs> I don't care how much you make it, you're going to spend some money somewhere on a donut or something. Or soda or something. Save your money, put your money away, put everything else on hold, and keep moving. Small change. It's hard because sometimes we really just don't want to do it. Small stuff, man. Small stuff. Say it. Small stuff. Small stuff. Yeah, small stuff. The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? Small stuff. I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. Decisions I make. Decisions I make. Impact. Every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my action. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace my future. I need to stop lying to myself because the only one I'm fooling is myself. I'm not a fade. I'm not a fade. I'm not a fade. No matter how I feel, no matter what I see, no matter what it looked like, I'm not a fade. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for another day. Thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit, God. Thank you for every man that's assembled here, God. I pray for them. I pray that we, that you forgive us for anything you may have said or done that will breach our relationship with you and even each other. God, I pray that you help us to grow as being God. Help us to know and trust and believe that there's more people concerned about our success than our failure. God, I pray for each one of these men, family members, God, that they're not with their families right now. So God, I pray for their families, that you watch over their family wherever they may be, God. I pray, God, that if there's any that may have some feelings, God, uh, not feeling well physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, God, I pray that you touch their lives right now, God. I pray that you give us what we need today to make better decisions and to be better men. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 I want to talk about your greatest fear. Your greatest fear. And how fear translates into rebellion. How you can end up being rebellious because fear will stop you from moving in places where you need to move. And when you don't move when you need to move, you're really being rebellious. So we're going to start that off. You said your greatest fear is what? Success. Success. Said his greatest fear is success. Why is that? Because 
because I feel like, you know, like the lifestyle that I've been living, it's like, like, you know, the job, my, my job background, you know, I've been in a successful position and I sabotage it by my actions. So it's every time I get an opportunity to do something and I'm sabotaging it by my actions and I gotta have a fear of succeed. Wow. Sabotage by his actions. Fear of success. What's your fear? My fear was uh, myself. Self. 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 Somebody else tell me you fear. Fear. Lack of understanding sometimes is fear. Being around people is my fear. Being around people, that's what? That's my fear. Social desire. Okay. Uh, being a poor example to the people I care about. Being a poor example to the people I care about. What somebody else tell me your greatest fear? Love. Love. Mm. Love is fear. Why is it a fear? Because I've been there before and I didn't love them like they loved me, so I abused the relationship. Okay. okay. You didn't love them the way they loved you, you abused the relationship. So therefore, you want to stay away from love. Mm. Okay. Or try it sober. Try it sober. Try it sober. Okay. Somebody else give me your greatest fear. My greatest fear is that. I read stuff that I want to do. They say me as a convicted felon, or all convicted felons, won't be able to do it. Okay. So Things you want to do, and because of your felony background, I don't go no further. You don't go no further. Okay. <laughs> and you stop because the fear of being rejected. Did you say that? Okay. What did you say your fear was earlier? Uh, self. 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 Someone else, give me your greatest fear. Thing you're afraid of. Failure. Failure. Yeah. Okay. Fear of failure. Rejection. Somebody said rejection. 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 <coughs> give me another fear. No, man, too many of y'all men in here not telling me fear because you have something. Wait, 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 what's that fear you have? Truth. Truth? Okay. What's another fear? Going back to prison. <laughs> Going back to prison? What'd you say? <laughs> no, he was laughing the other day. I said rats, because the other day we just standing outside. Oh, okay. yeah. rats. <laughs> you feel rats? I'm scared of the rat, too. He was like, I know you're not scared of rats. Grown man jumping up the top. I jumped all the way across the street. <laughs> that rat ran across the street. <laughs> Give me another fear. Fear the unknown. Fear the unknown. Wow. Okay. See, and again, we talking about, because fear is an emotion. I told you, when we get into emotions with men, y'all get quiet. Get quiet. What's fear? I fear pain. Pain. Yeah. Wow, okay. Pain. Pain, we said self. We said success. Rejection. Rejection. Challenge. I'm about to say unknown. Unknown. Failure. Truth. Failure. Truth. Love. Truth. And love. Let me let's talk for a second. 
So, of all these things, have you ever thought about this? Could it be if you face those fears, you develop to be what you ultimately can become? Nope. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Just let me stay with that for a second. If you face those fears, you can ultimately become who you should become. Yes. scared Because fear is keeping you stagnated from developing. Stay with me for a second. Fear stagnates you, meaning that it keeps you from moving. And the only way you're going to get to where you need to go, you have to move. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you have to move. And so if you fear, if fear is holding you, you can't move. Think about a baby for a second. I always got to go to a baby. A baby has to crawl before they walk. And if the baby is crawling, mom or dad need to make sure that they don't pick nothing up on the floor so they move everything. Matter of fact, as that baby begin to crawl and begin to try to pull up, they're going to fall. If that baby got a fear of falling, they never walk. Think about it now. A fear of fault, because you know the baby trying to get up, and the baby, and you can't, we can't, we gotta catch the baby. You know, we gotta make sure the baby land on something soft, or even sometimes the baby land on something hard. But what happens though, as that baby continues to walk, uh, or continue to try to walk and crawl and grab stuff and fall, what's happening to that baby? They learn it, but also they're developing. Again, I think I shared this before, the crawling and the, and, and the falling, the crawling and the falling. Muscles are being developed. Coordination is coming to life. But if there was fear that stopped that, they would never develop the way to walk. Think about that, just with a baby. Well, let's talk about you as a kid. Remember, when you was going to school, you first started going to school. And you had to cross the street. And what did your parents tell you? Look both ways. But you were still scared when you first started walking all that traffic, cars going. You had to stop, look both ways, and walk across. A run. A run. But what it has done, though, today, you still do what? When you get ready to cross the street, you do what? Look both ways. But you developed that. It became a part of you. Well, why all of a sudden we get older, we stop remembering the stuff that caused us to develop? We got scared. Remember when you was on a bike, you would flip the bike, you would do whatever, you run, you jump, you did whatever. You weren't scared of nothing. You didn't care about falling. You didn't care. But now all of a sudden, yeah. we got fear. You would try some of the craziest stuff. 
Yes. All those things that you wrote on the board, all those things are like trials and tribulations that we go through growing up. And I forgot which book of the Bible it's, it's in, but it says that a man's character is built by the way he deals with his trials and tribulations. Book of James. Book yep. of James. James. Yeah. But think about it. Now you're scared. When all you've been, think about this though. Every man in here, what you've been through is more is, is stronger than what you gotta go through. Look what you've been through. If you think about what you've already come through, did that taint you? Did the fear cause you now to say, well, I guess I'm done? I mean, the point of it is, fear would keep you in a place to where you won't move when you need to move. Think about what I just said. Fear will stop you from moving versus moving. Or fear could cause you to move. Depending on how you see it. Yeah. Fear. But fear can also be a form of being rebellious because if there's something more you need to be doing and you say, no, I'm comfortable, guess what you're doing? You're rebelling against the nature and you're really rebelling against a higher calling on you. That's why you always stay at a certain level. But you want this better life, but you're scared to do the things to get to the better life. Because the better life means there's got to be some commitment. There's got to be some discipline. There's got to be some folk I got to let go. There's some things I got to stop doing. But I don't want to do that. You don't want the better life. And could it be that you have the skills and abilities to have that, but you keep running away from it? I was thinking about this in the Bible. Hold on a second. I was thinking about Jonah. Jonah was mad because God wanted him to go talk to some people and he was going to save the people. He didn't want God to save people. He was mad because God wanted him to do something because he didn't like the people. He didn't like it. <laughs> Jonah is like, and I know God, you're a good God, and you're going to restore these people. You're going to take care. I almost like your enemies. You don't want God to do something for your enemies, but love me, God, forget them. Jonah didn't want to do it. Selfish, self-centered, and mad. So I tell you what, I'm going to let you do your thing, but then you ain't going to never have no peace doing it. Hold tight. He didn't have no peace. He's hanging out with some people. Like, what's going on? John said, it's me, man. Y'all throw me on over. Y'all throw me on over the boat. Said he went in the mouth of a big fish. He made that trip in less days than he was supposed to once he came out of that fish. Could it be you having a fish experience? Or a Jonah experience? Because you won't do what you really need to do what you've been called to do, what you got the ability to do, because you're scared. In the back. Uh, I had an epiphany when you said, uh, when you were speaking on fear about regarding the bike, uh, when, you, like, when you get on a bike and you keep falling, would you get back on? And I, I think I got a solution for fear, like for me. Because the only reason why I can't get back on that bike 
and my friends, like we from the go down the street doing wheelies and stuff. I think like to conquer fear, you gotta look at the bigger goal. That's what I got. Good point. Bigger goal. Bigger goal. Pass somebody else up here somewhere. Um, I just want to say when when I said what my fear was um, about the bigger better, I had studied this application. I mean this package for five years of being getting my obtaining my auto dealership license. But it said, as a convicted felon in Georgia, you can't get them. So my fear made me stop right there. So I talked to my home, talked to my home one last night, convicted felon, got his auto dealership license. But he told me, I read the same thing. But I went ahead and put the money up because I wasn't scared. I spent money on everything else. So if this failed, let me try it anyway. So we had to go through all the board of directors, secretary of the state, came out with a dealership license. You got it? No, he came out with his. He came out with his. He's showing me that. Don't let it stop you because that's what you read. See that? But if you go and put the money up, you spend money on everything else, you might just come out like I did on the other side. Wow. See that? This See that? Night. See that? Because you read something, but you didn't know. God could set things up for you. It ain't over. See, you, you assume a thing, but you don't really know a thing. You assume that based on what you read. Totally different. Brother said, hey, I got the same thing you're looking for, and I'm a convicted felon. Yeah, Tanner. No, you know what? Um, you know, I, I kind of had like an epiphany, like my man in the past. Glad y'all had an epiphany. No, no, no. Uh, epiphany. You might have learned. Well, no, I'm not trying to be long-winded, but like I was thinking about when Jonah happened, like for all those believers, because it's a lot of Christians, that happened in that happened in the Old Testament. Uh, well, I don't need to break down no, no, the Bible no, no. for me, but just give me your message. No, but like grace, grace, like the, the reason why that was even possible was because of grace. Yeah, grace. But that's the totally unique occurrence. Well, the key is this. You still got grace on your life right now. See, you may have grace, but you're living in condemnation. Let me, let me, let me flip that for you. <laughs> you have grace on your life, but you living in condemnation. Not God having condemnation. Matter of fact, a lot of times you condemning yourself. Yeah, see, you condemning yourself. God's grace came early this morning when you got up. See that? You got grace to change anything in your life. But you sometimes live in condemnation. You self-condemn. See that? See, the biggest forgiveness we struggle with is self-forgiveness. Yeah. God then forgave you for certain things, and you still running around here like, I'm a convicted felon. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm no good. You convicting yourself. See that? The brother mentioned grace. Yeah, grace plays a major role. But you got to understand that even with that, we allow fear sometimes to creep in. Yeah, because you'll you let fear stop you. Yeah. Some of you guys haven't been to school. Scared. Go back. 
Some of you guys know certain family members. You need to cut off to get yourself together. You won't do it because, you know, I, I, I just got to hang around Ray. Ray don't mean you no good. Ray never meant you no good, but you can't let Ray go. Some of y'all got women or people in your life that done told you what you can't be, and so you still living based on what they told you you can't be. Fear. 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 I know that sometimes even for myself. I sometimes hear old tapes. I almost want to go with the old tapes. Wait a minute. No, I can't. I got I to gotta create some new sound in my life. Because I got to get past this fear. Yes. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, yeah, overcoming the fear is a real good asset in life because um, before, you know what I'm saying, I had a fear of myself. I had a fear at my younger um, my younger days of uh, bullies. So like, you know, I got sick and tired of being bullied to the point where I fought back. And I realized I was made of glass. So, you know, I endured pain and all that. And, you know, mentally I told myself, okay, well, I'm not gonna let nobody stop me or punk me or like, you know, so I took that with me to sports to the point where like you can't be scared, you know what I'm saying, when you're playing sports, you know what I mean? And people could sense that. So I have like guys taller than me. Scared of me more than anything, especially on basketball court. Like, hey, don't, don't, don't do me this today. It's like, nah, man, I'm gonna come as you are, cause if I see you over there, I'm coming at you. You better be ready for me. So, but at the same time, it goes back to when I say I have fear myself, cause I can mentally tell myself, oh man, I'm not gonna go in the pain because he's right there. Or I can be like, man, I'm gonna go in the pain. I'm gonna try to goddamn, or excuse me, I'm gonna go ahead and make this point or and one if I just come push and shove. All overcome the fear. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's the point. That's the point. We sometimes allow fear to stop us. And when we got to keep pushing, even though we come short. A business guy, think about it. When you look at people in business, you're looking at the end result of the business. But you ain't looking at all the rejection they done went through as they developed that business. All the money they done lost. All the stuff people done said, no, we don't want that. <laughs> all the rejection. See, you don't see that. Even the clothing that you wear, you see the final product, but you don't know what it took for that product to come in place. All the time they done been told, no, this ain't going to work. Rejection. We don't want that. Rejection. Losing money, losing sleep. I guess I could, no, I can't give up. See, same time, I can't give up. We got to keep going. They keep going. And eventually somebody says, you know something? That's going to, that, that, I, I like that. I like that color. I like that style. I like the way that works. Boom. Now the business hit. But you see the business hit, but you don't see all the stuff that went into it. The problem that we have a lot of times, we want success to happen quick. We want it instant, but we don't want to put the time in to make it happen. Anything worth having is going to take time. Say that anything yeah. worth having yeah. takes time. Take time. Anything. Anything. Anything that's going to be built 
takes time. It takes time, man. And think about, if you think about, I remember this, this artist, Anthony Hammond. I was, I was listening to a little bit of his background. It was 15 years or so, man. This dude had been just singing and, and I think he had some kind of record deal that didn't work out. Took him a while, man, and he finally hit. Anita Baker was another one. Anita Baker had an actual. She had a murder case. No, she had an actual. Uh, let me just say what about the record part. She started out, she was on a label. They never really got her going. She had to go back, do something different, but it took her years to get set up. And it hit. Some of the greatest people that you know started out going through issues. But they was willing to not be filled. Somebody mentioned something to me the other day about Rose Park. Since we in Black History Month, might as well throw her in. The fear. Remember that? Everybody had to sit in back of the bus. This old lady said, wait a minute. I'm tired of sitting in the back of the bus. I'm gonna go sit right over there. Where everybody else said we couldn't sit. Fear. A lot of people wouldn't have done it because of fear. She said, I don't care. I'm willing to take the shot. Take the ridicule. Take whatever it is, because I need to change things. She took that step. See that? But a lot of other people was with fear. We're here today because somebody said, I ain't gonna be scared no more. See that? See that? When you even look at history itself, somebody had to say, I can't be scared no more. I gotta do what I've been called to do. A lot of you men living a life that you could have a better life if you just get out of your fear. I fear I'm gonna mess up again. Well, if you fear you're gonna mess up, guess, guess what? You're never gonna go forward because you're gonna keep messing up. You're gonna keep messing up. Well, I fear if I, if I fall in love again, I ain't gonna treat the woman right. Well. You'll never fall in love again. I fear if I, if I just get myself together, I'm going to sabotage again. No, start thinking. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Say that. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. In spite of my past. In spite of my past. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. See, you got you to recognize, man, that regardless of what has happened in the past, you can't change the past. You can only have a brighter future. Past is the past. But what are you going to do different in the future? They said past behavior can predict future behavior. The only way past behavior predicts future behavior is if you behave the same like you did in the past. <laughs> they say that though. Past behavior predicts future behavior. Let me put that caveat there. 
The only way past behavior predicts future behavior is that you gotta still behave like you did in the past. Let me say that again so you can get it. Cause that's what people say, you can't change, you can't. <laughs> See that? Past behavior, only thing that predicts past behavior if you behave like you did in the past. That's it. You gotta teach yourself not to operate like you did in the past. That's it. You'll always be an alcoholic if you keep drinking. You're a sober person. You're sober now. But the tendency to go back and drink is there unless you drink. You're sober. It's like, it's like being a, a criminal. You got a criminal history, but you ain't committing crimes now. That's history. Past. History is what? Past. Am I right? <laughs> when you talk about history, you're talking about past. Am I right or wrong? I'm trying to help y'all understand your thinking, man, because you didn't heard that before. You hear that? Past behavior. And people will tell you that past behavior predict future behavior. It does if you do it past behavior. But if I've changed, that's the past. I'm a better man now. See that? And I'm, I'm improving as a man. See that? That's what you guys have to start telling yourself. I'm telling you. That's a little trick in your thinking, but that's the trick that you got to start telling yourself. Because if not, you will tell yourself what everybody else is told. Well, they said I was going to be a, a criminal. I'm still a criminal. You got a criminal past. You got a substance abuse past. You ain't doing it now. The tendency is there, but that don't mean you have. You gotta keep moving, man. You gotta tell yourself that. Because they do that in, in therapy. I know. Past behavior uh, predicts future behavior if you're doing past behavior. <laughs> yeah. But they say that you're always an addict. Like in the rooms, they're like, okay, you know, I'm a recovering addict, but I'm an addict. You know why they say that? Why do you think they say that? The reason why they say you're an addict and you're in recovery because they don't want you to forget the possibility of using it. The purpose of that is to keep you reminded of what you used to be engaged in. It can be a trick if you allow it. Anything can be a trick. You're always alcoholic. You're going to believe, okay, I'm alcoholic. I mean, like, if I shoplift in the past, but I don't shoplift anymore. But same thing about the addict. The reason why they say I'm an addict, I'm always an addict, because that's a reminder of not to use anymore. So when you start thinking that you pass it, that's the thought process that's got to come into play, if I'm not mistaken. Is that the purpose why you do that? That's, for me, that's why I say in the room, I'm a recovered addict. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't gonna tell my addict no more. I'm an addict in recovery. Okay, whatever, whatever's gonna get you to stay straight, 
You say it. <laughs> you gotta say recover addict. If you gotta say I'm an addict, whatever you gotta say to keep you reminded of your freedom, cause you're free. You got. You might have a, you know, this ring. If I didn't have this ring on, this perfect example. This ring is a symbol of me being married. I can have my ring off. It ain't changing me being married. But the symbol says, if I'm out there, somebody hot come, yeah, what's up? Well, it's a reminder. It's a symbol. It's a symbol. A-A-N-A, all that stuff is a reminder of, hey, remember, don't get too far gone that you feel that you can drink. That's why they say that. But I can take this ring off. It don't stop me from being married. It ain't saying nothing. All the just, you know, still a married man. The appearance look different. Somebody might come and be like, what's up, Miller? You single? I can act single all day long, but I'm going home at such and such time to my wife. See, that's the point. It's a reminder. It's a symbol. It's a symbol. And there's me in the day out there married, not wearing their ring. Some men can't wear their ring on their job. Some men got all kinds of reasons why I wear their ring. But it's a symbol. Could that be? It's a symbol. And you let it be just that. But you use that to stay straight. Yeah. Remember with, with even game colors. That's a symbol. Red, you a blood, eh? Blue, you a that's what they had, but that was a symbol. That's it. So you had to make sure in certain areas you were red, you were blue. But come on, man. I'm just saying for you guys, stop letting fear trip you up. Fear will trip you up. Go past your fear. Because once you go past your fear, now you're going to begin to see your life change. You'll see a change. I have fears of my own, man. And I have to constantly look at it and say, no, nah, I got to get it. Got to get it. I got to go past it. It's like going over a bridge. You got fear of getting across the bridge. It's people go across that bridge every day. I remember when I came into it, man, I was scared to get in this traffic. <laughs> I was scared to drive in this traffic. I was from Florida. You know, he drive a little different in Florida. Yeah. I got on 75, 20, 280. I was scared, man. I was driving at a low speed. <laughs> you just sitting here, man. Just ringing, 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 ringing. But I was on uh, 20, 285. Turn your phone off, bro. 20, 285, and I was scared of that traffic. And I was driving slow, trying to drive 60 miles an hour. Bank says 60 people doing 75. I told my brother, I said, man, why do you people drive? He said, man, let me tell you something. 
He said, you better drive to the floor of that track. They don't kill you up there on that interstate. I had to learn how to drive in this track because I was scared. I was scared to drive that fast. Man, I can't do no seven miles now. <laughs> I had to learn how to drive the floor of the track. Fear. Take a deep dive and ask yourself, after this meeting, one other time, what is my greatest fear? What I need to do to accomplish? What I need to do to push past this fear? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? 